Air now has two premier cannabis dispensaries in the greater Boston area. Airback Bay is conveniently located in the heart of Boston at 827 Boylston Street across from the Prudential Center, serving adult-use customers. Or check out Air Watertown, located near Watertown Square at 48 North Beacon Street, serving medical patients and adult-use customers. Our team is eager to help you choose from a wide assortment of premium cannabis products. Join us in the air, spelled A-Y-R, in Back Bay, Watertown, or online. Please consume responsibly. This product may cause impairment and may be habit-forming. There may be health risks associated with consumption of this product. This product has not been analyzed or approved by the Food and Drug Administration. There is limited information on the side effects of using this product, and there may be associated health risks. Marijuana use during pregnancy and breastfeeding may pose potential harms. It is against the law to drive or operate machinery when under the influence of this product. Keep this product away from children. There may be health risks associated with the consumption of this product. Marijuana can impair concentration, coordination, and judgment. The impairment effects of edible marijuana may be delayed by two hours or more. In case of accidental ingestion, contact Poison Control Hotline at 1-800-222-1222 or 911. This product may be illegal outside of Massachusetts. Massachusetts State License Number MR283946, MR283886, Watertown Medical License Number RMD325. Now, the show you'll be talking about. That was not me hemming and hawing. In therapy. Socks! Socks, stocks, stupid socks. It's Felger and Mass, presented by DraftKings Sportsbook on 98.5 The Sports Hub. Tom, you're leaving everybody guessing. Uh, you've said you'll take your time. Do you have any type of a timetable as to what you might want to do uh, regarding your football career? Jim, if I knew what I was going to fucking do, I'd have already fucking done it. Okay? I'm taking it a day at a time. I sense you're antagonized by the question. <laughs> you're scratching. It's only the question scratchy. that everybody wants to hear. You're scratchy. Scratchy. I appreciate your asking. Thank you. I can tell. <laughs> that was more uncomfortable than usual. At least I understand now the, the scratchy nickname. That's the first time I got it. Yeah, same here. I never understood it, but he's scratching with a difficult question. Scratchy and itch, yeah, like yeah. bugging with questions, scratching. Yeah. You're like, okay, I get it. Finally, I, I get the scratchy thing. He's more like a rash. Have <laughs> 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 a thought on that one, Big Jim? It's just as contrived as contrived can be. I, got, I, I, I get, like, I squirm when I listen to it. It's like the third or fourth time I've heard that clip. It went viral last night, and I was like, oh, ooh. It's just so corny and cheesy. Jim, and- if I knew what I was going to fucking do, I'd have already fucking done it. And it's so set up. Like, we all know that all those questions are sent in beforehand, and they're going to be approved by Tom and his team. So that answer, I just think, is so... He did it for, like, buzz and internet buzz. And him swearing, ooh. Like, it oh, it just came off as, like, so douchey. I'm oh, totally... God, Tom. I'm totally with Murray. It was like, ooh, he swore. Ooh, did you hear it? He dropped the F-bomb twice. <laughs> How about we work blue for this one, Tom? That'll get people talking. Uh, Big Boy Tuesday continues. What's for dinner tonight? Get your food ordered with Uber Eats. Feed the entire family with lots of options, including healthy ones and first-time users. Again, great deal. Can get $30 off each of their first three orders with the promo code HUB. Enter it once, and it will stay added to your account. Taxes and fees do apply. See Uber Eats and the Uber Eats app for availability. As promised, right to your phones. Uh, we've got Brody in Stoughton. Go ahead. Bo- uh, I'm sorry, Bobby in Stoughton. Go ahead, Bobby. Hey, how you fellas doing? Good. What do you got? I have, uh, two, I have two questions, right? Is that, um, Mac Jones needs to be sitting on the sideline for one season, and, and Zachary and O'Brien need to hook up together. The other question is, Grant Williams needs to stop talking and leave the okay, referee. Okay, we'll leave Grant Williams aside. I don't know who Zachary is. Bailey Zachary. Oh, Bailey oh, Zachary. Zachary. Yeah, I got Zachary oh. fever. Listen, is, uh, yeah. is Mac Jones going to put a sock in it this year with Bill O'Brien on the sidelines? Yes. He will 
He won't have to act out to let everybody know just how dysfunctional things were behind the scenes. It will be a, uh, hopefully, a representative, adult, mature NFL offense. I mean, if he does, it's over. Anthony and Lynn, what do you got? Oh, hi. Uh, just a scenario for you guys. What happens if Aaron Rodgers ends up on the, the Jets and uh, Tom Brady ends up in Miami? Your thoughts? That would be awesome for okay. you. <laughs> right, it would be awesome for me. But what if Brady went to the Dolphins, Maz and Murray? Well, they have a better supporting cast. Yeah. Would the Dolphins be dangerous? Yeah, yes. that'd be awesome. Because they're better than the Patriots. Better talent. I said this to you yesterday. What don't you get? You just yeah. want to, again, as I'm usual. I'm not playing along with this. Right. As usual, you just want to win the argument. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's I it. You don't actually believe it. I'm just sitting here. Continue. Okay. So, again, I said to you yesterday, Brady needs a lot around him at this stage, given who he is. The Patriots don't have it. I don't think they're going to give it to him. It's not like Bill's going to go out and build a roster that San Francisco has or an offense of skilled people like Miami How has. about Brady with the Jets? Uh, I don't love it because I think they're a similar thing. I don't. I think, think it'd be really good. I think they're they're they'll get. Uh, you know, Vera Tucker were, uh, Vera Tucker was hurt this year. I think they had a ta- they had a couple tackles hurt this year, but they're talented on the offensive line. Uh, they they have some young running backs. They got Garrett Wilson. They do more for weaponry. They have a good defense. I think they would be very formidable. Not enough. It's better Jets. than New England. Okay, but it's not Miami. They don't have enough. No, Miami doesn't have much on the offensive line. Well, they and, get, and they're looking for a new defensive coordinator. Okay, but again, I'm talking about the offensive weaponry. Tyree Kill, Jalen Waddell. Uh, the two backs were playing well there by the end of the year. They have a creative guy on offense. The Jets are a freaking clown show. I like Garrett Wilson, too. But the defense is what makes that team. I want yeah. I want Rodgers in New York, and I want Brady in Vegas, but, you know, Miami would be a second. That would be good, though. <laughs> you see, you like him in Miami, but not here. Sean uh, in the truck. Hi, Sean. What's up, fellas? Um, listen, I, I, I think there's more pros than cons with D-Hop ending up in Foxborough. I got a couple reasons why. One, even at 30, you can't jam him on the line. It's not a lot of people that can stay with him. And two is attitude, which is extremely important in sports. The, the little engine that could that the Patriots offense is now, I think I can, as opposed to whoever it is, you can't stop me. Yeah. I think that permeates throughout that huddle. Okay. Uh, why don't we want him? Greg, why don't you want DeAndre Hopkins? I just think that he's not the same player that he once was. I, you know, I... It, it, one of the things that Patriots fans love to talk about is aging big receivers. It's like AJ Green one year. I mean, they talk about him for multiple years. Larry now Fitzgerald. Larry Fitzgerald. Now it's DeAndre Hopkins. Like, can you just draft the guy? Seriously, you can fall out of your chair and get impactful wide receivers who are faster and you can train and aren't making gobs of money and just. You could just do that. Can the Patriots find a way? Like, bring Sean Jefferson in or Keenan McCardell and say, you guys go pick us receivers in the third or fourth round. Everybody else is getting them. The Patriots can. I don't want to hear any whining about the system and this and that. It's not that. They don't draft well. They haven't drafted well for years. And and stop worrying about older guys who test positive for steroids who are one suspension away from being gone. Like, just go find your own guy. There, there's just the draft is teeming with them. You've got to be able to go get them. As Greg said, everyone gets them. 
and they don't even have to do it up high. Yeah. I mean, the the Shakur kid in Buffalo, that was one guy on my list for – and he didn't have a great season, but he showed up in the postseason. Like, those guys – I think he was like a fifth-round pick. Those guys are all over the place. They're all over the place. Not here. Peter in New Hampshire. Go ahead, Peter. Hey, what's going on, guys? What do you got, Peter? I was just saying, what do you, what do you guys think uh, the difference is between Billy O'Brien and Josh McDaniels? And one other thing, do you think they will go back to the fullback Okay, the fullback question. We get that from time to time. Is the fullback back in the offense with Billy O'Brien? Oh, that's a good question. I'm trying to remember in Houston whether he had one or not. Uh, I don't think he's a big I don't think he's a big fullback guy, but I think he would entertain bringing it back. The difference in my mind between McDaniel's and O'Brien is um, you know, McDaniel's had a little bit he has a lot more experience in terms of different iterations of the Patriots offense you know whether that was you know pre-Randy Moss and Wes Welker and then what they had here and Josh has always made it work I mean Billy when he was here you know let's be honest I'm just kind of a it. Ferrari they didn't have a fullback well, I mean, when O'Brien was here yeah when I'm, well, I'm sorry so I just went to 2011 that was you know Ben Jarvis Green Ellis Stephen Ridley Danny Woodhead you know Kevin Falk was well still they here. went to the two tight end offense that Green was the was thing here. they got very 09 and 2010, they got very gun run centric and they wanted to get away from that. And the bill wanted the double dip in the 2010 draft in terms of tight end. So instead of the fullback, they went to the two tight end offense. I wouldn't go back if I were. Brian. And I was going to say 2010. I'm just looking. I'm sorry. Uh, Mass. No, go. Uh, I don't see a fullback. I don't think that I don't I don't think they had a fullback those years. Yeah, so. I wouldn't go back. First of all, I think the league has changed. And secondly, I don't think Ramondre Stevenson needs one the way that someone like say Sony Michelle did. You know? Yeah. Ramondre Stevenson can run without a fullback. Well, I see I just I disagree because I think that first of all, it's yes, other teams don't use the fullback anymore, and that's actually an advantage because you know, when you fit the fullback into the run system and you've seen this with, you know, the 49ers and other teams that do use a fullback, it screws up the gaps and it gives you it gives something else for the other team to deal with, and it also allows you to get simple, which the Patriots not having a fullback last year, uh, in my opinion, it really hurt. Joe in Boston, go ahead, please. Joe! Okay, Joe uh, says, O'Brien Jones, enough to contend. Is O'Brien's, it, 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 we'll, ask, we'll ask this question now. With a functional offense, a real offensive coordinator, how much of the gap does that close between you and the eight teams that played last weekend or the four playing this weekend? It gets you closer. I don't think it really jumps you up any of the categories. I think there's like there's an elite, then there's sort of like the next tier, and then I think the Patriots are in a you know middle like six, seven teams worth in the AFC, depending on what teams do as far as hiring coordinators, where they get with quarterback. I mean, let's just stick to the AFC East. You know, I'm sure I'm sure a lot of Patriots fans look at this and they're like, oh, you know, now dynasty's n- back on. Now we're there. Now we're going to be closer to the Bills. Okay. First of all, you this was this is what was so disappointing about the way the Patriots played the Bills this year. The Bills weren't that good. And they weren't that close. And you can look at the final game and say, well, if it wasn't for the kick returns, fine. That's you're saying that if the Bills got the ball, they weren't going to score a touchdown. I mean, they still could have done that, and you would have gotten you know less plays. The defense would have been on the field more, what have you. That was the best chance, and that was the best job that they did against Josh Allen, and they still couldn't stop Stephon Diggs. Other teams could. Why couldn't the Patriots? And the other thing is now the Bills know. They're put into a corner. They have to make 
real changes to go to the next level. I mean, so that means the Bills are going to be looking for things like more weapons on offense, more man cover corners, get better on the offensive line, and the Patriots are going to do what exactly? You know, so the Patriots, are, the Bills are going to get better. The Patriots are going to get better, but I don't think it closes the gap that much. Patriots were what? They had the ninth best record in the conference this year, okay? The teams immediately in front of them were Pittsburgh, Miami, Jacksonville, Baltimore. So let's see what happens with Lamar Jackson. But I think that if they get their house in order, they can pass those teams. So what tier, Maz? Two. Oh. AFC tier two? AFC tier two. They're not the, the coaching change alone does not get them to Baltimore, Cincinnati, or Kansas City. I mean, not Wait, Buffalo. You, Buffalo. You have them in AFC tier two? I have them tier three. Tier two. Here's a Greg's. If it goes right. Here are Greg's AFC tiers. Bedard's tiers. Elite. <laughs> the elite level in the AFC. Bengals, Chiefs, Bills, Ravens, <laughs> depending on Lamar. Who's a bad Well, that's, the, no, that, that's with a healthy Lamar and a real offensive coordinator. Yeah, I'm the tier expert. I say no. You don't know crap. Then <laughs> Greg has the close tier. The, these teams are close to the elite. Jacksonville. Miami with a real defensive coordinator. Look out, he says. Chargers, Herbert with a real offensive coordinator, too. So those three teams you think have a chance to contend with the elite. Jacksonville, Miami, Chargers. Yep. Forget the Chargers. Jacksonville's get a shot. Then he has the same ballpark tier in the AFC. It's just AFC. Vegas, dot, dot, dot. If they get Brady, they move up. Uh, they'll improve that defense and car blue. They still beat New England. Good job, Greg. Thank you. Pittsburgh. He hates, is it Matt Canada, the yeah. offensive coordinator? He's back. He says the Steelers would have beaten the Patriots if they played at the end of the year, not the beginning of the year. I agree. Yeah, definitely. Then he says Patriots, Jets. Jets have a real quarterback and coordinator. That's trouble. Mm. Pats are with the Titans. Broncos, again, real head, uh, real head coach. The defense is awesome. And Browns. So same ballpark tier. Browns, Broncos, Titans, Jets, Patriots, Steelers, Vegas. Too low. If they get the coaching squared away, they'll be better than that. So I, I know this is sort of a, is a Felger special. Sounds fence riding. I think record-wise, the Pats have a chance to get close to some of these teams. Like, yeah, like, right. Like, two, like, two. I, like I think with the real offense in the standings, they're going to give Buffalo's, uh, you know, the Buffalo's going to have to look out for the Patriots and Miami for that matter. So you get 10, 11 wins. Now you're talking about those games in the final month of the year are going to be for the division head to head. I, I don't see it being that close. You no, know what I'm saying? I, they're not as good as those teams. That's the thing. They'll stop short of that. Mike, where they should be is they should be close to what Jacksonville is right. Jacksonville's kind of on the come. Now they got a young quarterback. They got some good young players. Like they're, they look like they're ready to take the next step. The Patriots should be in that spot. Jacksonville has passed them. Okay. Bill O'Brien coming back should do that. It should do that. All right, uh, we're late. Ten questions right after this. Hey there, it's Taylor at The Vault. Are you curious about cannabis, an expert, or anything in between? Then we invite you to The Vault. Our highly knowledgeable and expert staff are here to answer all your questions. The Vault has the widest selections in the state and extremely competitive pricing. We are sure to meet and exceed all your needs. Visit one of our two convenient locations in Webster and in Worcester. 
The Vault, your key to cannabis. Please consume responsibly. This product may cause impairment and may be habit-forming. There may be health risks associated with consumption of this product. This product has not been analyzed or approved by the Food and Drug Administration. There is limited information on the side effects of using this product, and there may be associated health risks. Marijuana use during pregnancy and breastfeeding may pose potential harms. It is against the law to drive or operate machinery when under the influence of this product. Keep this product away from children. There may be health risks associated with consumption of this product. Marijuana can impair concentration, coordination, and judgment. The impairment effects of edible marijuana may be delayed by two hours or more. In case of accidental ingestion, contact Poison Control Hotline at 1-800-222-1222 or 911. This product may be illegal outside of Massachusetts. Massachusetts State License Number MR282527. It's said we make 35,000 decisions a day. No wonder they don't all come out just right. Like that time you ordered that round of liquid magma hot wings. Ouch. At Citizens, we can't help you decide what to order, but we can help you track your monthly restaurant spending with Citizens Insights on our app. So you can keep tabs on your budget right after icing down your tongue. Learn more at citizensbank.com slash you got this. Citizens. Made ready. Member FDIC, wireless carrier text and or data charges may apply. I'm late to 10 questions brought to you by Awaken 180 Weight Loss. Make 2023 the last time losing weight is your New Year's resolution. Choose a solution for weight loss. Awaken 180 Weight Loss. 10 questions, about seven minutes. What do we got, Jimmy, for buzzers? Then comes back to New York and Madison Square garbage. (laughs) Or garden. Next. I love the patch. This is the most bullshit I've ever seen in my life. Okay, can't say that. Next. Horrible. You're still an idiot. Still an idiot. idiot. Go Eagles. Donkey. (laughs) Next. Boob O'Brien. Oldie but a goodie. I hope the Bruins lose. Next. No. No. Thank you. Last one. Numb nuts. nuts. Okay. Hit it. Numb nuts. nuts. Number 10. What's the biggest problem with the Dallas Cowboys, Greg? They paid the quarterback $40 million a year, and he's not on that level. And it's going to kill this team. Jerry Jones. Well, so, but you say going to kill them. How has it killed them now? They I mean, don't have enough around them. They don't? No. Really? They, they only have really like one wide receiver, C.D. Lamb. I mean, they need they need more than that. So and that, the offensive line has sort of fallen off. And So the problem is uh, what's around them? Well, yeah, but it's because, of the, because they can't go out and get him more help. He needs more help. He's paid like a guy who can just elevate the team, and he's not that good. Okay. Jerry Jones. I, I think this all goes back to Jerry Jones, and it's got nothing to do with paying. Dick I didn't think Brown. talent was a problem in Dallas. It isn't. They could use another receiver. Don't get me wrong. Greg's right about that. It's just like but the I, Bills. They don't have enough. But they could use a real head coach, but the owner won't go out and get one because they don't want anyone to challenge him. They could use a better GM, but the owner won't go out and get one because he doesn't want anybody to challenge him. It's Jerry Jones. Jerry Jones is the problem. Prescott. He's quite literally the reason they lost in San Francisco. He's not good enough. Next. No. no. Uh, was that catch? Was was that a catch? By Jamar Chase in Buffalo in the back of the end zone, the one that was overturned. Nope, he juggled it. It got stripped. No, same. It was by the current rule, it was not a catch. No, ball moved a little. I mean, it was uh, by the way it's called today, obviously should have been incomplete. By the way it's called today, 
I don't know if you agree or not. I hate the way it's called. I hate the way all sports are called with replay. I would love it to be an environment where that's really a catch and you don't look at it 14 times to see the ball move after he's gotten control of it. But that's what we do now. So based on that, it was the right call. But I I, I wish it was another way. I Believe me. Next. Boob O'Brien. Rank the quarterbacks in the AFC and stop when you get to Trevor Lawrence. Mahomes, Burrow, Allen, Herbert, Jackson, and Deshaun Watson when he has a full season and gets back in the swing of things. So Lawrence Over is seventh. Lawrence. Yep. Uh, do me a favor. I know I didn't ask you. Just keep going until you get to Mac Jones now. Yeah, I thought you were going to do that. Uh, he's he's a couple spots below that. Okay, so who would be between Lawrence? I know I'm putting you on the spot. Who would yeah. be between Lawrence and Mac I'll get Jones? back to you. Okay, go ahead, Maz. What's your list? Uh, Mahomes, Burrow, Allen, Watson, Trevor Lawrence. I think Lawrence is the fifth-best quarterback in the conference now. You take him over Justin Herbert? I would. And Lamar Jackson? Yep. Hmm. I think he's good. And I I just think the problem is that in the conference right now, you got to get into the top three. I got him sixth. Burrow, Mahomes, Allen, Herbert, Lamar Jackson, then Trevor Lawrence. Ahead of Deshaun Watson? Yeah. Uh, I would have him ahead of Jackson and Watson, not ahead of Herbert. Uh, Although Herbert, you know, he's running out of time to, you know. Guy, he's ballless. That fellow's got to win more. Uh, and and who else would you have in front of Mac Jones? I don't think anybody. The only ones who are in the conversation are Tua and Pickett. And it's – I need to see more. Pickett's close. So I want to see Mac Jones in a real offense. I think Tua's close. If he, yeah, if, if he, sure. If he learned how to take a hit. Mm-hmm. Uh, all right, next. I love the patch. This is the most bullshit <laughs> shit I've ever seen in my life. Wow. Number seven, should Stefan Diggs and the way he handled himself at the end of the game on Sunday be a concern to the Bills? No, I mean, look, as far as diva wide receivers, that was pretty tame. I mean, look, the guy wants to win. He's sick of losing and coming up short, and he's frustrated. They had, What, they have 10 points? I get it. Concern? No, but you can't leave before the coach addresses the team. Can't do it. I mean, that's Mickey Mouse. All those great wide receivers get bitchy, like Bedard said. They're going to demand the ball, so I think they'll be fine. All reasonable answers. I, what drives me nuts is you out there. Reveling in Stefan. Oh, look at Stefan Diggs. Like, we got calls on this yesterday. Oh, it's Stefan Diggs. Like, laughing at the Bills and Stefan Diggs. And yet, in the same breath, you would tell me, well, we need we need to go out and get a number one receiver. We need to go out and get a guy. Well, I hate to break it to you, dummy. You know, that's a problematic position. They're emotional, selfish, uh, whatever. Like, we all know it with those really good wide receivers. A lot of them are pain in the asses. So you can't have it both ways. You want to take Steph Diggs on this team? He could play for me any day of the week. Oh, he's a great runner. I love the way he plays. But he's going to be a little bit of a headache from time to time. What do you want? Like, God, it's, it's just, I, 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 that just drives me nuts. It's like, so you, get, you, you enjoy laughing at the Buffalo Bills, but you don't want that guy on your team. Well, you got to pick one. Next. I hope the Bruins lose. Number five, who's the biggest tool bag? Tool bag question. Who was the biggest tool bag of divisional you weekend? One. You missed one again. I did. Number six. Brady is appealing the fine he received for attempting to trip Dallas's Malik Hooker last week. Interesting name for a Dallas Cowboy, wouldn't you say, Murray? I couldn't wait to sign that one. (laughs) He's appealing that fine for attempting to trip Hooker, saying how can he be punished for something that didn't happen? In other words, you shouldn't fine intent. He also said he wishes the union were stronger in these matters. Your thoughts? Technically, he might be correct, but there is intent sometimes in a rule book, like, offensive pass interference like a pick play like if the guy looks like he's intending to block the guy and not just go up the field then they call it so 
Uh, whatever, Brady. Stop being a baby. So I know it's not the real world, but if you intend to rob a bank and you fail, are you not susceptible <laughs> to charges? Wait, well, how far Good does job. the attempt go? Well, let's say you hand the teller a note that says, Oh, yeah, no, stop. that's bad. Yeah, okay. <laughs> And the teller says, no, you're off the hook? No, it's still Brady's a, The Brady's a jackass. Okay, pay the fine, you dink. Yeah, he got caught doing something stupid, and he looks like a baby. He should just shut up and pay the fine. I think he's got a point. Uh, as much as I think he, what a dink move. If, if if a guy lowers his helmet, okay, if a guy goes in to clothesline the quarterback, which is obviously against the rules, you can't hit him high. He goes to clothesline the quarterback, but he misses. You want them to throw the flag on that? This well, is no. different. No, it's not. Yeah, it is. I, I, I don't know if dirty. it is. He tried to trip someone. I think you're a little bit on an anti-Brady thing. Next. No way. Then comes back to New York and Madison Square garbage. Number five tool bag question. Who was the biggest tool bag of divisional weekend? Michael Felger. Because in years pri- prior, we during this time of year, we would argue and he'd go off about, you have to have the quarterback where, no, it was about team, half the, half the teams that advanced. You know, the, uh, the Bengals and the Niners are better are better teams. No, the Eagles, sorry. The Eagles and the Niners. Next time have, you come at me, Big sorry. Boy, you better organize your yeah. thoughts a little Seriously. better. So the Niners and the Eagles, seventh-round uh-huh. pick. Jalen Hurts, I'm sorry, he isn't that good. He's playing well, but he is surrounded by a great team. Brock Purdy, surrounded by a great team. Then you have the talents at quarterback, the rare guys, Burrow and Mahomes. You don't need the quarterback. Your boy Josh Allen is sitting at home again. And he also just proven he became how your you boy too, big boy. Me about line play, the teams that were better in the trenches this weekend won. They're still playing. Dalton Schultz, that <laughs> jackass, what a toolbox. Seriously. Dude, freaking know the rules and get your feet down, you snap on. Something you were just crowing about, Mike. Patriots fans who celebrated the Bills lost like they had anything to do with it. Just because Buffalo lost doesn't mean the Pats won, you losers. Let's do an update. We'll finish up the uh, 10 questions after the headlines. Stuck in traffic? You've got Felger and Matt. I want to vomit. It's just hard figuring out which one is worse. I, I'm not ready to answer that question. Now more Felger and Mass. 98.5 The Sports Hub. All right, finishing up the 10 questions uh, with Bedard brought to you by Awaken 180. Jimmy, hit it. Oh, I'm nuts. nuts. Number four, I've seen a couple of mock drafts, including one from Bucky Brooks at NFL.com today that has the Pats taking Notre Dame tight end Michael Mayer. Your thoughts? Not totally opposed to it because uh, I think he's, like, top guy. I haven't seen him play at all. But if I have my pick, I'm going offensive tackle in the first round. I mean, they with the first pick, they need a lot of help there. How many suck tight ends do you need? Totally opposed. Me too. Totally I, opposed. I would Again, say, say, I don't typically do this, sorry, but go get an offensive lineman. Get a tackle. Don't yeah. be stupid. They need two tackles, let alone one, so I think that's what they should draft. But that said, if you believe some of these mock guys like Todd McShay, he calls him mini Gronk, so I don't know. I don't know that that's as good as you can get. Mini Gronk is at number 19 in Georgia. Oh, Brock Bowers. That's the guy. Bowers with the powers. He's okay. nasty. No way this guy's as good as, as him. Uh, next. No. no. If the NFL does, in fact, go to neutral site conference title games, give me four or two, but I said four, realistic venues where they should be at most often. I went the college route, most of it. Uh, So Michigan, I want the Rose Bowl, Notre Dame, and I'm throwing in Vegas just because it's Vegas. Ooh, those are pretty good. 
Soldier Field, Chicago. Oh. Middle of the country, cold weather, love it. Dallas, because it's Dallas. Uh, Miami, L.A. I'm going with the fact they're going to be playing these in domes. So Vegas, New Orleans, Atlanta, Detroit. Okay. So <clears throat> I think I want outdoor grass games. So my team, you know, I would be Chicago. I'd be Philadelphia. That's what I would want. That's not realistic. That's not what they're going to do. They're going to go to domes or in warm weather. How about Fenway? So, and I don't think they're going to go to college stadiums because they want to bang out luxury boxes and college stadiums don't have the luxury box uh, inventory that pro stadiums do. So I think, you know, the big house or Notre Dame stadium or places like that, unrealistic. So realistic, keep it simple. Miami, Tampa, New Orleans, Vegas. And I hate effing domes, but at least Vegas has a grass field, right? It does. And uh, New Orleans is New Orleans. So that's what I want. Next. Horrible. I think you're still an idiot. Yeah, you're still an idiot. idiot. Go Eagles. Donkey. <laughs> Just, I love those pig piles on the collar. What's the best or your favorite conference title game ever that you ever saw? That I ever saw in person was Chiefs Patriots a few years ago. The Brady with those third and ten conversions with, was ridiculous. But in terms of my lifetime, the catch 49ers Cowboys NFC Championship game. Oh, good one. I had uh, I had Patriots at Kansas City too, and for whatever reason, but it's a, I had Baltimore against the Patriots, but it was a division game, so take that off. Uh, it's 0-4 Pats at Steelers and just complete destruction of that 15 and one team. I love that so much, but a sneaky good one I love. Uh, 95 Colts almost upsetting the Steelers with the Hail Mary yeah. by uh, Harbaugh was, at yeah, the end. I remember that well. I like the 01 AFC title game in Pittsburgh. That was an upset. In 04, they were 15 and one, but you had them. Uh, I just hate the Steelers so much. I love to see them get killed. Well, like they, they got pile driven in that game. Anyway, next, Boob O'Brien. Final question number one Super Tuesday. Two weeks from tonight. Are you going to be there, Greg? I am not. It's unfortunate. Hell no. Or, if, for your purposes, fortunate. Okay, if you had to go, if you had to go out and get drunk, Greg, mm-hmm. which now I have to every year on that day, it's like a thing now, mm-hmm. and Murray was in charge of taking you down. Which he is. What would you drink? What would be your game plan? Okay, so my game plan, first of all, I... I'm not familiar with the edibles and things like that, so I don't know where that goes in the rotation. And, and it's in the rotation. Yeah, and that yeah. sort of. Dude, I don't know if that's early. usually early it's or. Early. Okay, I probably do that early and then eat. But as far as alcohol, I'm going um, whiskey early. If he's going to do shots, I'm doing shots early of the heavy stuff. Start there with that layer. I used to be then I was a, I would be a beer guy for the rest of the night, but you know with the diet and everything, now I'm more of a hard seltzer guy. You got it. Those are much better for you, and uh, they're much more refreshing. Uh, keep you hydrated better than the beer. So that's what I would do for the rest of the night. Okay, I am not going to be there this year. Unfortunate. Vodka no. sodas early. Get hammered as quickly as possible. <laughs> as is reading from a sheet. <laughs> yeah, you wrote this down. Sneak away when Murray starts doing karaoke at the skank bar. <laughs> I mean, it's exactly your game plan. That's how you've done it year in, year out. Every year. It works yeah. like a charm. I'm telling you. Yeah. I did it last year in L.A. As soon as you guys started goofing off at the bar, I grabbed a, Who the hell did I grab by the collar? Was it Josh? No, it was someone like that. I grabbed him by the collar and I said, let's go now. <laughs> and we did. We ran out and had to wait like an hour for an Uber. It was horrible. Felger, do you pay like a cleaning fee at the beginning of the night to like your driver or what have you? No, Murray picked that up one year. Yeah, in Atlanta I had to pick that up. What 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 happened to the hotel room in Minnesota? I feel that 
Seriously, to this day, thoughts and prayers yeah. out to that crew out there that had to deal with that. It was Jim Louth who I, who I grabbed by the collar and took out the door. He was sober. I have two game plans this year. One, it's already been firmly established, buddy system. If you're going to, if it's like a thing that you're purposely taking me down and that Julie Russell gal is now involved and she, that you have to, ha- then you have to have a handler for me. You have to have someone take me home. That's fair. Okay. You got to have someone that watches over me because where I ended up last year, not good. <laughs> Not good. The chalk outline is still there, I'm told. Yeah. And secondly, no marijuana edibles. Okay? That's oh. like, because, uh, but uh, can I get some microdoses? I guess something that's not going to, like, that to me is a little uh, more up than the, you give me your those edibles. And it's like, uh, uh, yeah, but if it, the, you, I think you figured it out the year in Miami. If you microdose, if you yeah. eat it before you eat, then it all gets jumbled down there, and the the food kind of soaks up all the the uh, the marijuana. No, no, no. Well, like. or or Adderall. Can, can I guess I was gonna get, 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 give me legs? <laughs> I know I'm asking for drugs on the air, which I probably not good, but I I, I that would require don't, me having a, a do, prescription for. Don't that, well, don't. we can work that out. This is a call out there. Okay, we need Adderall for Super Tuesday. All right, if anyone can help us out, tweet Murray. Murray, give him a little sweet tooth. No, that's like again. No, that's common. Give me some massive dose of THC that's going to send me to Planet Zippy. No, 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 no. No, this is this is no. This is smooth. no, no, no. Very no. smooth. Yeah. I, I'll, I'll, the hell with weed. I'll put on an APB for amphetamines. Yeah, that's, yes, <laughs> yes. That's what I want. That's my game plan. It's much. It gives you your legs. Do they have coke gummies? Is this so wrong? Are we talking about about anyway? That's my game plan this year. All right, a long commercial-free segment with Bedard. We'll say goodbye to him, get some final thoughts from him, and I promise back to your calls right after this. Hey, stay tuned for more Felger and Maz, okay? Thanks. These guys know how to connect with you about Boston sports. I don't give a rat's ass. Felger and Maz on 98.5, the sports hub. Bill O'Brien, this guy is so overrated. B.O.B. Boob. Isn't that Bob? No, I'm adding an O. But you didn't. I, I, I know, I was taking some editorial license. B.O.B. Right. Boob. It goes back to Bill O'Brien because you've got to know that the league are incompetent. You've got Boobs. to know that. Incompetent boob. Boob O'Brien. Lobotomy before he came into Foxborough. Bill O'Brien, B-O-B, boom. What a knucklehead. The old fuppets, if you're watching on NBC Sports Boston, you saw it. What was that? What game was that from? Do you remember? Oh, it was the uh, one in Kansas City when he went for it on fourth down. No. Faked a punt. He faked a punt. Remember? I thought it was one of the games here. Yeah, like maybe. Texans-Patriots game. They were here in 2017 earlier in the season, I believe. It was probably after that. Yeah, and he kept kicking field goals on fourth and short. Well, deep in your ter- I, I thought. I, I don't, I'm just why I'm asking. Oh, I ripped him on it. more than one occasion. Well, anyway, resetting Bill O'Brien to the Patriots, uh, I guess quasi-official. Greg, uh, your thoughts at this hour on that? I am a uh, big fan of it. Uh, I think. This is what had to happen. I think this is the best case scenario for everybody. I think it's it's comfort for Bill Belichick, also the Crafts, Mac Jones, the offense. I think he comes in with credibility. I think he's a guy who comes in and automatically, let's say, Hunter Henry and Kendrick Bourne and David Andrews and all these guys are like, okay, now we're a 
functioning NFL offense, and he's gonna he's gonna do a good job. He's gonna put us in position. He's gonna he's going to let us do what we're good at. And in terms of Mac Jones, that means deciphering the the defense, getting in them into the right plays. David Andrews is involved in protections. They'll do uh, all that stuff. So I am in favor of it. Now, sort of comes the next phase, and I'm really hoping that. Bill Belichick just allows Bill O'Brien to hire his own staff and do what he wants to do. Because at this point, being a head coach, college, pro game, offensive coordinator at Alabama, like he has, he knows what he's doing. Let him do his job. And you're worried that the Adrian Clem, uh, you know, again, if you're just joining us, Adrian Clem is coming in for a second interview. Uh, he was offensive line coach at Oregon and Pittsburgh got, you know, canned after one year there, basically. In Pittsburgh, but anyway, he's a run game coordinator at Oregon, an offensive line coach, coming in for a second interview. You wonder if that is, if that's really not giving O'Brien the call there. Correct. I mean, if Clem comes in and it's not Doug Marone, who's his buddy, the former NFL coach, tons of experience as a line coach, or Mike Devlin, the Ravens' assistant offensive line coach, who was O'Brien's offensive line coach in Houston when O'Brien was there. Uh, to me, it's a bad sign. You know, because that it is a and it, that's an enormous job in this offense, the way that the Patriots function. And look, Clem might—I don't know Clem at all. He might be a really good coach. I heard he's better with the college level kids mm-hmm. and had trouble with the the professional athletes on the pro level in Pittsburgh. I don't know that. I'm just telling you what I've been told uh, by league sources, and I, I don't think the Patriots can afford that. You know, I think they need a proven guy. O'Brien knows what he needs. Empower him. Let him do the job right. Okay. Uh, I asked you before, but I'll ask again. What do you think we're going to see in terms of scheme, system? Uh, do you think it's going to go back to just pick up where it left off with the last year of Josh McDaniels? Or are they going to incorporate some of the stuff they tried to do last year? I think it, it's going to revert back to a lot of uh, what they did on McDaniels. I'm sure O'Brien and McDaniels are still very friendly. They talk. I'm sure uh, Billy's going to call him and be like, hey, what do I need to know about Mac Jones? What worked? What didn't work? What were you thinking about doing year two if you were coming back? That sort of thing. I think largely the bones of the quote-unquote Patriots offense that goes back to Charlie Weiss, I think it will be there. Um, McDaniels took it to another level when he took over for Weiss. O'Brien has his own sort of spin on it, so it's not going to be identical. But I'm hoping that his time at Alabama and you know the nuances of the college game, I hope that filtering in helps the Patriots a little bit, and I think it will. Okay. Uh, on the staff, is it a coincidence that here now reports are coming out that Bill O'Brien's in while there are reports increasing, and you started it last week, Greg, I think, with Matt Patricia could be gone, not just reassigned, but gone, gone. And Albert Breer said to me last night on TV, you could include Joe Judge in that too, that these two guys might now might be gone. Is that a coincidence that Bill O'Brien's in and these guys are gone? Or how is it related I, if it is? I don't think they're related. I think, you know, it, it's definitely stronger than Matt Patricia could not be back. You know, it's the end of his Lions contract. Joe Judge is still getting paid by the by the Giants, I think. Um, so that has more to do with it. But I, I do think if, if Bill Belichick really wanted to do this the right way and admit fault for last season without coming out and doing it, because we know he's not going to do that, um, and, and get right with the players where that's fractured in there, what he did to them and the position that he put them in, 
then he makes it so Matt Patricia and Joe Judge are gone. That says to the players, like, okay, Bill gets it. He understands. Clean slate now. We're all moving forward. Last year didn't happen. Let's just move forward. So I think it would be a good sign. I don't think they're related to O'Brien. Uh, but then again, push comes to shove. Do I I still doubt that Patricia's going to be gone entirely. I mean, how do you go from him being attached to Bill's hip at the owner's meetings, on the practice field, all this stuff, to now he's just going to st- – just cast him out from Foxborough? It's such a horrible look on so many levels. Oh, my gosh. Ridiculous. So, for the last two years, he was basically the second most important coach down there. I mean, I, you know. Signing contracts. You know, and when I'd say that, um, second most important guy down there. Yeah. In terms of. Non-player. S- signing contracts. was sitting at Bill's side. He's joined at the hip at the owners' meetings. He's joined at the hip in interviews. He's the big off-field guy. Then the offensive coordinator lose, uh, leaves. Now he's the big on-field guy in charge of your offense and your quarterback. And then as soon as someone else stops paying his salary, he's gone. Embarrassing. Like what do you like? What was that? Yeah, embarrassing. Again, takes it to an entirely new level. It's one thing to say, okay, well, Joe Judge get fired by the Giants. They're paying him. We're going to bring him back as our special teams coach because that's what he was before he left. Fine. No problem. I get it. That's logical. At least it's a guy who's familiar with the system and you're giving him the same job. But then you put Patricia on the other side of the ball, you suck. And then all of a sudden, uh, the contract runs out and it's, oh, see you later. You can't even coach anything. Well, this is maybe where Bill looks for a little cover from Robert to be like, ah, you tied my hands. I was going to have you back. I was going to sign you up. But, you know, the craft said no. Yes, Jimmy. So this is the second time this has happened. You'll remember Michael Lombardi was here. Yep at the hip of Belichick paid by another organization. It wouldn't surprise me if Patricia becomes Ernie Adams, but he's like hidden in Bill's office on game day. But Matt has like a talk back button directly to Bill. (laughs) I don't know if that's legal, but uh, you know, that never stopped him before. That's where my money would land. If I was betting, I just can't see him. Like they've come so close. They're drinking bud heavies after the jets game that one year. Like, you know, their wives are there too, or girlfriends and, Matt is down on the island constantly with mm-hmm. like they're I think he you know built a place right down there buds if I were Patricia I'd be pissed but okay you know what I want to pick this up on the other side because let's now that O'Brien's here I think we can uh sort of do our post-mortem and put a final bow on Bill's decision last year at this time to go with Patricia and judge and sort of give it some final analysis and what has been the result of it and, and, you know, the Patricia thing is, you know, what Bill wanted to happen and what actually ended up happening, how many people he set back in this process, uh, I think it's, it's sort of interesting to look at. So we'll do that uh, starting after uh, Murray's update. Greg, thanks for coming in, buddy. See you next week. See you, Greg. See, see you, you next, big boy. next Tuesday for another Big Boy Tuesday. Now we got an update with Murray. 90 seconds, no commercials, and we are right back.